Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. The reason you have to know so much in acting is, I think, is just to avoid the panic. It's like you're, you're sitting there and, you know, what do I do if the actor I'm playing opposite, blah, 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 and whatever the end of the sentence is. So much of the technique, I think, can often be, what do I, what do I do when it's not working? What do I do when I'm lost? What do I do when I have no idea where to go? What do, I, what do I do when I see a piece of text and I have absolutely no clear idea where to start? Well, I always can start with the social circumstance. I can always start with the profession. I can always start with the past. And the same thing is, what, what happens if the choices I made stop feeding me? If it's not feeding you, then the question is, what do you do to help it? What do you do to help it? That's where we have tools. I can always go back and build something else that helps me. The most danger is when, A, when we used to have auditions in person, we'd get a call back and they'd say, do it just the way you did it before. And so, uh, you know... Talk about the kiss of death. So, first of all, it's not true. I mean, the casting director says, that was so good. Do it exactly the same way for the director. So they have no idea how unhelpful that is. Because now you're trying to remember what you did and recreate what you did, so you're already doomed. But on set, it really happens. Because the stakes are higher. And you like what you did, and you want to do it again. Sometimes I do think that if I get disconnected, I tend to go back to what I want. What do I want, and who is the person I'm talking to? Because sometimes it kind of loses it, you know? It's like another actor. What do I need from him? Why I'm here? This kind of turns the dial a little bit up for me. But I think that, for example, if it would be... Uh, a very emotional scene. I think that's where things can get very tricky when you're not, when you don't have an image that feeds you anymore, that used to feed you when you were preparing at home, and now it doesn't feed you anymore on set. So, being able to bring something out, something new up on site. Well, I, 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 I mean, listen. When Stella said to, uh, I think to Grant was the first time I saw it, and then to Sean Astin, she said, never come in the same way twice. It's like... Sometimes people ask you to do exactly the same way. But they don't know. They don't know. 
They don't know. They think it's the same way. They don't know what they want. What they're saying is, you know, go by that lighting instrument. I want to get you through the window. And so actors think if they say do it the same way, they want the same acting. They do not know what the acting is. So you're doomed if you listen to that. And because then what you say to yourself is, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, got it. Thank you. And then you do your actor work. I mean, listen, I love, I started using the idea of a parenthetical expression, which is really the impulse of the scene. And so this particular time when I walk in and I say, you asshole, that's the parenthetical. You asshole. And then I do the scene. They say, oh, great, do it again. And so this time when I go in, I so now I take another preparation. Fuck you. Same world. Uh, excellent. All right, we're going to do it one more time. Sorry, we, there was an airplane flying over. Let's do it the same. Let's do it exactly the same way. That was absolutely perfect. So this time when I walk in, walk in, I say, I'm going to show you, asshole. So I am always in the same ballpark, but I am giving myself, and I am giving myself a turn of the dial this way or that way, and it's feeding me, you know, they'll never know the difference. What are we talking about? It's the same scene. That's exactly what I was doing in, in, while I shot, and I was just going off by myself, like in a circle, and the director came, and he saw me talking to myself, and he's like, yeah, 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 get him, Wesley, get him. And then he fucking <laughs> runs in the back. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so he let me do the parenthetical before I could do my lines, like even while they were rolling. So I, and he's like, he's like let, let him get ready. Then he let, he let me have the time. And by the way, that never happens. <laughs> That's my plan. Like, this never no. happens. I like, there's no way this ever happens. I, I just, it's, it's just, uh, you know, to me, it's talking out the impulse for the scene. Yeah. It's talking out the impulse for the scene. If you're like me and the word action bores you to death. So there's an impulse that takes me into the room. Sometimes you have to do a lot of work only by translating what people say to you into something actable. Because they always talk on, on terms of effects, of results. No, but I mean, look, I, and this is why you have to be so smart. They always talk in results. They, uh, they give you a performance note that says, you know, I think he's got more of an edge. And, right? That was the word they used for about 10 years, an edge. But you have to know what to do with that. You have to know how to translate a result note into an action. You have to know how to turn it into something that, that says, oh, got it, more of an edge. I know exactly what you mean. And then you change the impulse slightly. And then when you get really, really good, then you know how to really, in a gifted way, change the, the impulse. And that is not work you can do on set. But that is work you can do before you get there. That is, the, maybe I'll do it this way, and then in the back of your mind you'll hear me going, or, and then go a different direction. The thing, I think the big note here is never believe them when they say do it the same way. I think I told you my favorite one was I ran into Sigourney Weaver 
<laughs> at Crunch on 83rd Street, don't ask, when I used to go to the gym. And I had read a review. I would seen her in this weird Snow White movie. And so I, I told her how good she was in it. And uh, we were friends from the old days. And I told her how good she was in it. And she said, huh. She said, oh, my God, thank you. She said, you know, nobody I know has seen it. I have no idea how it came out. She said the director was so weird. He used to say things to me like, okay, uh, right, we'll do it again. Do it exactly the same way, but massage it a little. And she said, what do you do with a note like that? Massage it a little. I mean, so look, here's the thing you have to know as an actor. Directors do not know how to talk to you. They're scared to death of you, and they don't know how to talk to you. Casting directors don't know exactly. Oh, my God. I mean, I used to have this philosophy that the entire industry was, was being run by a, a collection of casting directors who didn't know how to act, didn't know how to direct, and didn't know how to read scripts. And so these were the people running the industry because they were the people that were auditioning people. I mean, we're really lucky in New York because we do have some fabulous casting directors. But nonetheless, and Wesley got selected by A.V. Kaufman for this movie he did. Of course, Wesley didn't even know who she was. I looked at it. He sent me the script, and I went, this is an Akiva Goldman script. What my God, Avi Kaufman's casting this? And he was like, yeah, my manager mentioned that I was really hot. And I said, my God, she's amazing. But really, seriously, none of these people, um, casting directors are giving notes. It's absurd. So, I mean, these are all the things that you're up against and all you do all the time is find yourself nodding and going, hmm, yes, interesting, yes, I see what you mean, and then do your work. This is all your ability to use your technique. The technique is that Mr. Stanislavski wanted a technique for those of us who are mere mortals. So we never had to say, well, it's just the inspiration of the moment. And we all go, no, that's great. And how's that working for you? I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland. Director of online media is Evan Sollers. And music is by Jeffrey Keezer. The opening piece tomorrow is from his latest album, Playdate, featuring Shedrick Mitchell on organ, Ron Blake on sax, Richie Goods on bass, Ayushi Karnick and Nir Felder on guitar, and Kendrick Scott and Manyungo Jackson on drums. And what you're hearing now is M's Bedtime Blues from the same album. You can find out more about Jeffrey Keezer on his website, jeffreykeezer.com. That's Jeffrey with a G-E-O. Please uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps us reach more people, makes a huge difference. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at I Don't Need an Acting Class. And please continue to send your acting questions, comments, reflections to Milton at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you back here next week.